Hello everybody and welcome back to the next episode of the What Topic Podcast number 25 and I know I got it right this time <laughs> with your hosts Josh Deacon at Mr. Josh Deacon and your co-host Owen Burkett at Owen.Burkett Yes and we're back again uh, keeping the streak going I'm going to keep mentioning that because it's always at the top of my head when I start the episode with you Owen I, I don't know it's just like ingrained in my head and I'm like yes we're on track we're on track but we've got some good news yeah, well for now yeah so yeah um yeah some actual you know good things to talk about so as we always try to do so yeah um i think we got like quite a lot of um sort of marvel related sort of yes. stuff to, to talk about um but also we're giving some dc um news a, de- a chance so yeah yeah so um i guess a good place to start would be uh of course if you haven't watched it yet, Loki launched in the in the I was going to say in the UK. It's launched on Disney Plus this week. Um, it also has actually broken a record already. It's actually had, I mean, it, I think I believe just in the UK alone, it's had nearly a million uh, a million people tune in on the first day on a Wednesday as well. So it was actually the biggest um, uh, what's it called? It was the biggest premiere release of all of the new Marvel shows already. Which I mean. Does that what's that tell you? It tells you that Loki has um he still has presence in the universe of Marvel, doesn't he? He has he's always had a massive following ever since like um I remember when I can't, I can't, I think it was um Thor the Dark World where he just um took over Comic Con that one time. Oh and yeah, then he, yeah. And he just he just commanded like the, the entire audience and it and it still shows that he's still got a huge massive following and i mean and the the numbers that have shown it just proves that you know having a loki series is actually worth investing and you know what after watching the first episode i was like wow i i never thought that they would be able to make a, a loki series work because my right was that he's just such a supporting character that i was like so you're gonna have to so you're gonna make him into a supporting character into the lead um, I, I just wasn't too sure just because I, I kept thinking back about uh, Jack Sparrow uh, in mm. the Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, even though he got nominated, I mean, even in, in the first film, like he was nominated for um, a, a BAFTA and Oscar for best, uh, best lead, best actor, best actor in a leading role. He was very much like the, the comedy relief side character, it, it, like in all honesty even though he was the, the the headlining actor of those films but there was a reason why um when he when it was on his own in the fourth and fifth movies they just didn't work and yeah. that was sort of my sort of train of thought with loki with this one i was like uh, uh I, I don't know but to be honest yeah, I, i'm we're glad both I, was excited. Wrong. I was wrong i glad we're both excited no, I, I for the, for the new like, episodes, I was... but like I think the I think the thing with Loki that's different is because he's not he's not a. I mean, people can disagree with me, and I, I completely understand. But I don't think he's considered a main a main enough character at first to think, oh, okay, he's going to get a TV show. But the more that we've, the more that we've seen of him in the universe, the more we've, uh, you know, seen what this show's about. You know, showing that he is actually one of those people that have been able to create a nexus event on obviously this is a spoiler here but like in the trailer it even tells you that he's basically one of those people that have been able to create a nexus event and he's basically taken uh, a separate path which is basically over the multiverse you know 
um and obviously well the fact was that you know if those of you who watched um endgame like it picks up right at the events of endgame and oh yeah he where just... he's in the lift and he goes downstairs and they're trying to basically get the the tesseract and take it away obviously yeah hulk explodes through the door loki gets Takes it by stairs. His feet and then grabs it and just goes whoop, and disappears and then that's where they that's where it goes to and then obviously because that wasn't supposed to happen Mm. then that's what trans- transpires the the certain events that he gets captured by the the TVA mm. um which is the the time um Var- variant authority variant authority yeah you know what's funny and... actually they they called it the time variant authority um commissioners or something like that for the video that they made uh that that, that obviously with um with miss time was it is it miss time face or is it Miss Time Clock? Or I don't think they. I don't think they said anything. But if they, I did, think there's a I'll name watch. for the character that like plays the voice of the you know doing the tutorial, like you know what what TVA is about and what they're doing. I thought that yeah. was really really cool. That it, was, it felt like it like you know you're going for like a like a ride at a theme park. It's like sort of like animated. Well, it sort of reminded me of like you know those old um, sort of videos that uh, uh, those old you know um, sort of um, information like. Uh, infographic videos. yeah yeah like it's sort of like um sort of you find in um in uh was it like fallout or anything like that it's just oh yeah i i just thought it was just it was just cool um it's a nice I love, it's a nice draw I, lo- it is. I, I love like loki's like just look after the video he's like are you are you are you for real like honestly it's thing. so funny it is um something else i quite like um people probably uh, i think a lot of people have drawn attention to this but um the logo of the intro where it's like do 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 and it keeps on changing the letters a lot of people were not sure what that meant but like the reason why it flashes that many different changes is basically showing that loki's personality is always constantly changing he's always constantly evolving well it was i never i didn't read it like that i read it as like because there's so many variants of loki um, supposedly yes yeah so there's um so the fact that i just thought thought that you know each loki is just not going to be the same i mean um, we've obviously got miss um we've got miss loki which i believe well, is that's... the character that was standing next to him in the premiere um, Tom well, Hiddleston, that of was well. I haven't seen that, so but it's funny the, because that... I noticed that they posed so close together, and a lot of fans have already put this together that they're basically like, like kind of like usher their sort of attention to the fact that they're one person. Well, yeah, the fact the fact is that um, there was a uh, a photo that has revealed that uh, Loki is gender fluid. Mm. So, so basically, that... the woman version that she's playing—I forget the name of the actress. Um, but like he's ba- they're basically he's kind of like kind of trying to already put that in place, like because there's already people that have basically sort of worked out what the ending could already be for this series. Um, but at the same time, obviously, the series end won't be the series end because series two of Loki has already been greenlit, so that's already happening. So we're gonna get another Loki series, so that's good fun. Well, it's it's interesting because the thing is, like, he's gonna have to. Well, I don't know what this Loki is going to be doing because he, uh, like, uh, again, spoilers, but he knows his fate oh yeah yeah so it makes me think that now that he knows his fate um morpheus who's played obviously by the amazing owen williams uh, owen williams owen wilson <laughs> owen wilson oh, wow oh wow <laughs> yeah, we, we need oh. to do it <laughs> oh wow you got my name wrong okay <laughs> oh wow my name is morpheus yeah honestly the the, the riff in between the two of them is just amazing that should just get an award on its own like I think that Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson just hit it off like like. He's a great. He's a great actor, and um, people mm. forget he's also a very talented um, screenwriter. He's collaborated mm. with um, Wes Anderson. 
Anderson a lot. Um, yes. So if you're any any uh, Wes Anderson fans, then um, you know the talents behind it. Like I think people give him um, too much shit for it because oh, what, Owen Wilson? they just yeah like he did have a streak where he was making a bit a bit of like crap every now and then i get the feeling and... that like there's a, some sort of quote by some sort of director probably someone famous or mid-famous i know basically saying you're gonna make some terrible ones and you're gonna make some great ones as well right yeah i mean that's the thing like he got his foot into the door with wes anderson like that with um bottle rocket which was originally a short film then they made a feature length version of the film and a bit of trivia here like it, it's actually not the first time owen wilson and tom hilderson have worked together no, they I believe did they have, they, yeah. I, I mean i haven't seen the film but i know that they did share a scene um in woody allen's film uh midnight in paris i haven't seen it but i did know that yeah that's right and it's so, good though because they, uh, if i remember rightly we spoke about this yesterday or the day before when we had a quick catch-up for the podcast um is that that the two of them because they've worked together before they know how to do a really good riffing conversation and because of that some of that conversation was kept in loki wasn't it i believe yeah like i i it's just i would not be surprised either way it's, so you know, it's an, an american and a british uh you know sort of like pairing it's, it's almost like you know the sort of overseas uh, ve- uh version of like you know nick frost and simon Pegg. like the two of them kind of like just know each other's strengths and you know like it, you can even say it's like you know the the trip duo you know steve coogan and rob bryden like you you know that they just have that really good parity uh parity between each other like they just know who's gonna say something next you know it's like it's, it's that divine pairing that like you know not every actor has like you, you those two calibers come together and they make an experience that much better like you know like t- so there's some so many different films and tv shows where there's you know clips that have been kept in because like they weren't supposed to happen but they actually made the experience better yeah i mean it's it, it you really do feel like they've just got they, they just got that um that chemistry that really hits it off in the get-go and and it's also a really good episode because obviously this is a very new thing uh, for uh, just casual Marvel fans that have been following just the films. Mm. So just to see the world of um, what the TVA is and everything is like it's really cool. Like it's it's not showing a lot, but it's enough to get an idea who they are, how they work, and it's just it really is interesting what they can do with it so i'm i'm really kind of pretty much excited to where they go next exactly um, even though i know a lot of people have already seen um episode two which well i don't think it's a glitch i think it's it's to those who um have got major youtube channels so they've they've managed to get access to the first two episodes oh through um, marvel potentially yeah someone like um uh, I know, like Double Toasted. I know Beyond the Watch. I think and Emergency then, Awesome hasn't, um, but he had he did do for those who haven't watched it. Um, he did a brilliant breakdown of the first episode. It, it's about half an hour long, and then he's done one of the second episode trailer. I think they released the second episode trailer the same day or the next day. I can't remember, but like obviously, like this is a you know good bit of tip offs for the next episode. Um, and actually, something I quite like about this is that. It gives me a very sort of like it's not the TVA 
in, uh, facility, I guess, or you know, universe, or where, where, because obviously, as they said in the show, obviously, spoilers again, uh, they are basically placed at the end of time. So it means that they, that they, uh, you know, time moves very differently there. They can manipulate it. So obviously, like as you saw um, in the episode, uh, Loki basically can ma- manipulated the officer by putting that thing on her, and he was able to basically like scrub her back and forth, like. Like she was like a pinata or something like well not like a pinata, like you know like a boomerang not a pinata but like he basically was like beating her to shit essentially um, and I mean I'm surprised she didn't throw up you know I was expecting there to be a scene where she literally got over to uh, you know Morpheus and the guys up top and was like everywhere but I don't know maybe that wasn't the, the intention and it would have probably ruined it but I love the scene and I'm sure you're the same you love the scene where the drawer opens and you just see all the Infinity Stones there and they do fuck all and then obviously they're not there they're completely and that's what um you know loki has realized is that you know that that, you know like that that you know like power does absolutely means nothing it's locked to one set of universes yeah yeah and it's just the fact that even i looked at it i went are those are those infinities and even the tesseracts as well the tesseract like he's just they they, they literally just so I guess that they've got like protection from the Tesseract when they went to get it from uh, Tom. As well, well, they did say he... that he can't like because he tried to um, get his knives out that he usually can do. But oh yeah, and um, he tried to do that big chest yeah, thing just... in front of the judge. Like hmm. he's like, yeah, you can't use the powers anymore. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, no, he just tried to get his um, <gasps> his, get his knives out, and he, they were like, he was like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, hang on, give me a second. And it just keeps doing it. And it's like, yeah, mm. um, powers don't work in here. So it's actually really funny. If it's, you know, so it is pretty. It, so, yeah, it's um, a really So I'm like, like I said, I'm I'm glad that I was proven wrong that they were able to make something really interesting with it. And, and it's paid yeah, off because it's just, now the top um, premiere, isn't it? So the first the, yeah, the, the best definitely. premiere episode honestly like I, I kind of felt bad in my mindset for a moment thinking really did Loki Loki one whole character take over you know two bigger main characters in my opinion still like you know or, you know three main characters like or four if you want to say Vision as well you know you've got WandaVision with you know Vision and Wanda then you've obviously got you know Falcon Winter Soldier with um, Bucky and um, Sam you know like don't get me wrong, those two series is brilliant in their own right. I feel like that Loki is a series that, a bit like how the start of WandaVision got started, could be very easy for a lot of people to get into because it's very much, it's got that, you know, that riffing comedy of uh, and deprecation of Loki, which you see in lots of British uh, and American TV shows pretty regularly and films. And then you've got Owen Wilson's delightful, you know, spin, his stare, his... Um, overall kind of statue you know status you know as a actor coming through like you know it's you, you know it's obviously morbius you know it's this character from the tva but you know it's still owen wilson like there's you, you can't take the owen wilson out of owen wilson in that respect like he's still there in his character role and you know that all of his quirks and all of his you know things that make him him are coming out brilliantly in that show and you, obviously you can see the two you know tom and him coming together as we've already said because they've worked together before they've got that synergy already they've already got it locked down so that you know is it kevin Fargie? is it who's running kevin feige kevin feige sorry i got his wrong name wrong there <laughs> he's obviously realized that these two were already quite a dynamic duo already and he's worked out basically the good synergy to happen so i mean i, I i'm looking forward to the next episode there's 
there's so much to go with it. I mean, three million. Um, what's it say here? Uh, so in America alone, a million people tuned in as well. So basically, between two two, two major places in the world, two million people literally checked in to watch on Wednesday. And for a Wednesday, that's a pretty that's pretty good. That is like obviously Marvel knew that was a good bet. Yeah, I, I think it's like there's nobody, there's nothing really much going on. Like there's not that many films in the cinema right now. Um, no. I mean, you've got like the Conjuring, uh, the latest Conjuring film, and uh, you've got uh, Corella, you've got a few other bits and pieces, but. Uh, oh, and The Quiet Place, which is um, A Quiet Place Part 2, which is doing really well at the cinema right now. Um, mm. But yeah, no, it's, um, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, they, yeah, we are finally getting new films coming out in cinemas, which, thank God, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it is pretty much saying like, well, we've got this slot where nothing's really new is coming out, so we might as well just bring it out in the middle of the week so well oh, gosh yeah, you know, yeah so it is like a um sort of um interesting sort of strategy they put but and one they work and it just seems like you know it seems like they've just managed to yeah bring it together it i mean it says here um on this uh movieweb.com this is an article that they've got it basically says that um that, that this register this company that registers like you know the sort of figures that check in um and it says samba tv would also clock in 1.7 million households for the falcon and winter soldiers first weekend and 1.6 million for one division for its for, uh, for its three-day weekend because i think it launched over a bank holiday weekend i can't remember um I it said so. one division yeah. premiered to 655 uh, thousand households in america while falcon and winter soldier uh, drew in 759,000 um with its first episode but the new loki one is basically uh over a four-day premiere weekend total um alongside uh hang on, what's he say so the new loki episode is also above the te four-day weekend total for corella sorry on stream that uh though the movie cost an extra 30 million for subscribers uh, 30, 30 million 30 dollars for the subscribers to watch so basically they're saying um that even though a premiere has already, already come out in that same space a few weeks, the premiere did pretty well as well. So people have definitely been interested in watching Cruella early. So that's maybe the first time that the pre the premiere content package has actually been worth buying for people. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you, you only have to pay 15 quid. Like, well, I don't know how much it would be. It's like, is it like $20 in the states I'm or not, something i'm not too sure i mean i, I looked but, at the figures but it is between it those came out literally out that, that came out on premiere uh yeah uh raya uh, and the last dragon oh sorry yeah, it's premiere um, access, sorry, premier access. Uh, um, but but now but 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 it's now available just to watch um on disney plus which i'm actually really interested to watch it um myself because i heard nothing but great reviews about it and um it's a shame really that they had quite yeah, a, um, a so, start with the with the releases of you know movies onto the service um well this is the thing Mulan. where you kind of think you know it was that you know you, you had to really think about you know should we just delay it till until cinemas is available and more safe to go to because obviously i know we keep going back to it but obviously uh tenet uh from last year christopher nolan's uh, latest film uh came out uh last year in september um 
and it just did i mean it, it did okay uh considering but it just wasn't enough to you just saw the numbers and you just knew that to say yourself to that it just was not going to be safe to well people it's not it, it wasn't that it wasn't safe it just was the fact that people weren't mm. that that they weren't really convinced that it was st- it was the right time to go back to there were, cinemas. There were, there, there's plenty of fans something. that Even wanted I... to see it, but they decided to wait because you know their safety was more important. And I, I can understand that. It's probably part of the reason why Tenant, I believe, is being running the cinemas again sometime shortly. Right? I think there's another run of it. Yeah, said, I mean, you? well, I mean, they, I did hit. Yeah, I did hear that they were going to have a re-release um at some point they might as well i think it's fair to include that i don't think that i don't think there's an i don't think there should be an issue with including that with the original box office figures because it's a it'll be a more accurate representation of which people actually want to see the film versus people that just don't want to go because it's not safe so yeah i mean it's just um it's really hard to like to kind of tell like it's like the thing where we kept complaining that no time to die kept being delayed but yeah if you think about it in the long run like you know what i'm actually glad that they they've kept their guns and that you went you know what number one it's all about safety and good timing and we just want bless you sorry i turned my mic on mute but um uh, it's all about like making sure like people get the the full like big screen experience again. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I'm all for it. Um, and you know what? I'm 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 also a bit mixed about the whole, um, you know, Warner Brothers um, releasing uh, the films uh, this year like um, on HBO Max and at cinemas uh, simultaneously. Even though I did think about it, it was a bit of a dick move that. Uh, director Denis Villeneuve, who was making Dune, uh, wanted to just be cinemas only, mm. and then they said, and then one of us said, "Okay, yeah, we will," and then they just backtracked. They went, "No, nah, we're going to release it on HBO Max as well," and um, and it's, it just, it's, it's a big the, time you know, the for whole thing with to like... make decisions that will be you know impactful for years, unfortunately, because of the you know with COVID really making a big rustle up of you know industries such as the movie industry. Um, and I think it's it, companies are taking big bets and you know making big moves. I mean, like obviously streaming services have really bolstered themselves up in the last year. Uh, I mean, you only have to take a look at the you know the purchase of MCM, um, MCM MGM by uh, by Amazon. You know, it just tells yeah. you that that the streaming companies are really are really demanding um, demanding a lot of change right now, or or maybe not even demanding, maybe. Um, uh, placing the, you know, the the change, they're basically just putting the changes in place now that probably wouldn't have been possible with a moving world as much as we have. I mean, don't get me wrong, the the world is definitely uh, back to a bit of a more of a moving state. I know more friends are going away on holiday now. Um, obviously, amongst of all these new variants that have come out, obviously still, but um, you know, challenges of COVID have started to loosen now, which means that, that you know there's more chance to make bigger bets like for example myself i go out and shoot more often now doing more portrait photography you've been going out doing more you know filming recently there's a lot more safety involved now which means it, there industries is, can start to rebuild and there is bring back. there is sign i mean yeah i mean there is signs that it's slowly getting there like like i said like i had filming on uh, in february and then i had filming last week on tuesday and then i'm going to be having filming uh in london um 
next Tuesday. So it is building up. It is, and it is slow because it used to, and it is still like, you know, pre pandemic, like you still got a 50 50 chance on being picked for these type of roles. Yeah, we haven't got to an endemic yet. So we really, we're really still much like people still think that we're in lockdown. I think that we're we're like in a semi lockdown really at this point. But the, 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 but I mean, obviously, um, we don't want to keep talking about it, but you know, but it's a good thing uh, to mention that obviously they're, they're trying to push more people to get their first jabs and and it is showing that even with the variants like the delta and the um the india variant which is pretty much the same thing is it alpha and delta right i don't know about the alpha but i know there was there was a delta um, yeah, I think it's called Alpha, the Indian one. Yeah, it is. I think it's called that. Yeah. Okay, but they're pretty much the same thing, and it's just a more friendlier name for it. And it's um, it has it has shown that it's not much of a concern. I mean, it it has arrived uh, in Northern England, but it hasn't been reports. Not that I'm, to my knowledge, that it's enough to be a concern um, as of yet. And no, no. But it, it is early signs. Well, actually, speaking about coronavirus and filmmaking, um, despite the fact that, that Tom Cruise um, yelled at the, those people with a leaked audio um, uh, file that was uh, put online, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it is now um, shut down its production because somebody got tested positive with coronavirus. Yeah. So I don't know whether that was because of the carelessness or something just in general. I mean, you, you can't stop it happening all the time. Like if, if you've been careless, then I, I think that's what he understands. Like he understands if you're, if you're allowing it to happen as opposed to it just happening because it's everyday life and you're going to pass someone that might give it you. It's just, it just happens. But the, the other thing that you have to take it into account, like shutting down a production costs money. Oh gosh, no. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not and cheap. And the thing is like, all, it's the very simple, simplest thing to do. It's like, all you have to do is just wear your bloody mask, social distance when you're not required to be near anyone and just stick to the areas where you're supposed to be. That's mm. all it takes. But, you know, people just like i've been like i've been hearing people on set that they just some there are some people where they just don't follow the rules and it's just like you're just trying to you don't want to be those people that takes things too seriously but at the same time like you don't want to be that person that is responsible for shutting a whole production down no no on on, on the flip side that though the good uh, some other good news um harrison ford has has been spotted starting indiana jones filming yes in in um we're, we're in Tyne and Ware in the UK, so that's good. So that's basically over by, you know, Liverpool and uh, uh, Cheshire, sort of way, I believe, T- Tyne and Ware is. Yeah. Um, so um, he, was, he was photographed by Terry B- uh, Blackburn on New- uh, sorry, Newcastle. Sorry, wrong part of the country, sorry. Tyne and Ware is Newcastle. I got my, my size confused there. Uh, Newcastle um, Key earlier on, uh, two days ago this was, uh, after he'd been cycling nearby. Uh, this, they said that they've been seen basically like having a break from filming, but uh, he's he's currently filming um, the adventure series in Northumberland's Bamber Castle right now. The tourist destination is currently closed until the fourteenth uh, for filming, so two more days. And props, including World War Two military vehicles, have been snapped, being delivered to the coastal location. Nearby re- uh, residents have been told to expect the sounds of gunshots and explosions as part of the spectacular. So. Well, Indiana Jones is making its UK debut. Well, guys. I don't. So hang, I'm trying to think. World War Two vehicles. I don't so get that because not completely modern at the minute. Then. Well, no, but you know, obviously, you know, he was. I mean, obviously, when it when it, when it was World War Two, he was obviously 
much younger and then by the fourth film this was like the 50s i think i think it's probably just a resurgence of the weapons i've just sent you the link to the to the new story so you can have a look at it as well but okay yeah, I, I i get it it's, it's i can imagine it would just be somewhere somewhere like in the 50s like um like in the, the previous film where yeah it's just like it's either the 50s or the 60s either one mm. um so i can't i don't think It'll be in World War Two because that would be. I don't like think that's the so case. Weird. I think it's just the resurgence of the weapons uh, being used. But I mean, I, it was, it's nice to see here that the, um, the place that the, the pub that Harrison went to with uh, with basically people from his team um, that they posted on Instagram saying, "Imagine sitting here enjoying your coffee and then look over and there's Indiana Jones." Uh, what an yeah. honor to have Harrison Ford join us today on the deck in here at the ship's cat. You're well, you're you are welcome back anytime. What a legend! And that's really nice. That is that shows that you know the fan service isn't overwhelming. It's it's understanding and it's lovely because I mean let's be frank here. How often do you get to see someone like Harrison Ford and you know a, a movie icon? Well, the thing that I that the thing that really like people don't realize is that. Um, having someone like him still be a huge megastar oh yeah his is, presence is very much felt everywhere still it's it's been going on for decades and how often do people someone like him still has that reputation like even when he's getting close to his 80s oh god that's it yeah like harrison ford he's basically like a household name like um you know i'm trying to think what's his name um Robert De Niro, they, they, those two are like synonymous yeah. with the film industry, and they've been taking on movies for many years. You know, you obviously got Meet the Fuckers with um, with Robert De Niro, and then obviously you got the Star Wars series with Harrison Ford, and obviously, of course, then the Indiana Jones series, the series that pretty much was one of his big hits for many years. He's he's just made a like I said, he's just made a name for himself, and the mm. fact that he's still got that star power to this day, and the fact that the Indiana Jones um, series is still going and it's it's i just uh, yeah i really i didn't know that it was going to be shot in the uk neither did i um, that was a nice surprise so when i saw him like uh, there was a photo of him in his um indie outfit yeah and i was just like oh de-. like and he looks good like he's st- he, he looks like he still keeps in shape he like, looks he, in good he, shape he does i mean he's obviously a white-haired man now obviously there's no wet escape in that obviously it's his age yeah but even uh, seeing him on a bike in that news story like he actually looks like he's got good form yeah, and um, and the fact that he apparently he did say that he's still going to be doing as many stunts as he can. Wow! So I was like, wow, damn. what a legend! Okay. Hey, imagine so, Tom Cruise into that into to Harrison's well, age. He's My pushing, gosh. Well, he's Well, I mean, that's the that's the reason why they're shooting Mission Impossible Seven and Eight to get back to back because I mean he's mm. getting close to sixty. And it's crazy though. He doesn't look like he's sixty. Whatever he's doing, he's doing a good job to keep himself. Fit well, and healthy. you know, like I don't know if there's any sort of work he's got done to I mean face, I'm not or... discrediting that or anything like that like if he's done the Simon Cowell and got Botox fair enough like that's up to you that's your body you know that's fair enough but obviously like obviously not passing it off as as as, as real you know like say like Kim Kardashian or Kendall Jenner not to get into that stuff but yeah I mean I just can't I, I can't understand that that kind of stuff all the time but at the same time the brilliant bit about obviously this movie is that we're going to be seeing you know people like Mads come through Phoebe Waller-Bridge um and they've also been, I believe it says, uh, they, they, they're going to be seen in North Yorkshire when they're recording bits there. So that's going to be good. Um, I'm yeah, I'm that, really, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, speaking about Mads, like... Um, He's been I, pictured I went... in Newcastle, it says here, actually. Sorry, by the way. This is pretty nice. Yeah, um, so I'm really excited to 
watch um, uh, another round um, that was he was uh, nominated for a BAFTA for, and that is coming out in second of July apparently. Oh wow! Oh, a German Appa- armor vehicle actually was delivered to the Northumberland site of the castle. Just notice that in the in the sorry sorry oh, okay. keep bringing it back. But there's like replicas of different old vehicles, so maybe it's like a resurgence of like the Nazis in the movie series or something. Maybe I've got God knows. Yeah. But it's um, nice though. But Mads has met some fans. Uh, he's met some, met fans in Newcastle. He has. He's taken photos with him as well. That's honestly, nice. like uh, I remember meeting him um, at um, the London Film and Comic Con um, back in 2016. I think. Oh, that's nice. And I've even got a photo frame up in my room. Uh, well, my mum. It was my mum's idea. Like, it's like, do you want it framed? I was like, uh, yeah, sure, okay. You know, as much um, as it's a fan fanboy kind of thing, it's it's a nice thing to have. But he, like, he's one of your respected actors, so like, you he he's honest. He was he's honestly one of the most like just the he's an absolute gentleman. Like from what I you know got to speak to him and. Um, I remember, like, I first met him uh, to get an autograph from because I was like, oh, my God, like, it was, uh, like, this is amazing. Mm. And then I lined up and I talked to him and he talked about, he, me- he mentioned about, um, uh, you know, like, about my spelling of my name and he was ah. interested. And then, and I even said, and I even said to him, like, I know this is going to be really cheeky of me to ask, but is it possible to get a photo? And he was just so polite by saying, unfortunately, you know, there's no photography allowed and i'm like okay that's fine and what i thought was um his security was about to tell me come on just move along but he just went forward and said to me um there are still photo opportunities to have with him so if you get if you're quick enough then you could get a photo of him i was like oh really and i was like oh that's good to know thank you so much and then i literally power walked to get a photo of him and then got a photo of him and he actually remembered me i was like he went owen i was like yes yes the, the one with the funny spelling Aww. oh so that was a separate line to the meet and greet mm, uh, yeah it was like it was a definite one to get your autograph and there was a definite line you had to get your you know, that, photo that's off. probably that's probably actually quite a sensible thing given how big events get well the fact he was just he wasn't one of those people that just went no like you, you're not allowed to have a photo he's like went, not here just over here it, 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 it just kind of went it just made that tone like i would but we're just not allowed to so you know at least he's honest like and i think that's something uh, a big code of like respect you know across the sort of industry like there are obviously plenty of actors that just want their privacy that's fair enough understandable yeah but, like when you're in the public eye and you want you want people to respect you you know the respect goes a long way just by you know even if you greet a fan here or greet a fan there no one's saying you have to greet every fan every fan. oh yeah and the the thing is like i know people just say to me that you know you, that there's nothing there's no there's no there's no um there's no one to say that you can't go up to and meet your idols in public all you have oh, yeah. to do is just ask and just or you just or just compliment them to say what's the worst they uh, can say hey, no. i just i just want to do i just want to say quickly that like i really admire your work and i admire you as a person that's all i want to say that will be my thing because it makes I your hate, day it makes their day i i would i would ha- i would hate to ask him like hey can i have a photo with you um if it's a bit cringe doesn't it to, to well just it just feels like move. you know it's a bit like you know but i would do if i that's the thing if i were to you know be a fan or even um as a celebrity i would do what emma watson would do and she, uh, what she normally does is she says um i can take a photo with you but you're yeah but just promise you to post it like two hours after we've met 
because yes for their privacy because yeah. it was not just a privacy but therefore at least when people see a photo uh, of them then they won't be able to look at the location and go oh i know where they are well, that's, that's what i mean like so you you're giving them you know a bit of you know a bit of bit of caution time so like they don't have to be pinned to where they are because you know it's like i mean the side men literally did a video where they were in camden town and like it didn't take long before there were lines outside the place that they were at to basically get a photo with them and like that just shows you sometimes that the fan base just doesn't care they'll just start queuing anywhere and like people are overwhelmed normal people who run business i mean say normal people you know everyday people everyday folk who are running businesses and they don't expect you know, someone with this sort of stature to come through, like KSI, or even just the Simon in general. Like, obviously, they're picking up, you know, a lot of popularity now. And as you say, you know, it's it's respecting that. Like, fans just come through at any age and and expect the best out of their fan, uh, you know, out of out of their celebrity. So it shows you that, you know, you can just walk up to somebody, say you're happy, you know, with their work, you love them, and it's nice to see you, and you know, just even a chance to shake their hand off, you know elbow bump at the minute is it's it's something that will never leave you like a photo a photo tells a thousand words you know obviously um but it's it's also just you know just having that experience like you haven't got a showboat to anybody you know you met them you know you met them it's simple as that right yeah definitely um i just saw something so i follow um it's going off sidetrack but i follow this um, instagram account called confession box uk and it is absolutely some of it is like so funny but it's a bit cringe as well hmm. so this latest one that just come out is saying uh i worked as a restaurant manager one night we had this utter karen demanding a cheese board <laughs> she approved me going to the shop and buying her some different cheeses which she'd uh which we'd add would add to her bill instead of buying cheeses like gouda adam and brie i bought cheese string baby bell and dairy v triangles <laughs> um Chef, uh, chef plated it, made it look posh, and I took great pleasure in delivering it. Charged her twenty quid for the privilege. That's brilliant. I love that. I absolutely love that. Hey, who who couldn't say a bit, a little bit of uh, baby bell on your uh, your food would be bad, you know? Baby bell's amazing. A, and, and, it's a, and there's a and there's a confession and another confession one I have from Woolwich, and this person says, um, "I write for a craft beer blog. I always wax lyrical about." The latest overhopped IPAs uh, go on about the aromas, flavors, and palettes. The truth is, most of them are rank, and you can't uh, and you can't beat a nice cold can of Carlsberg or any other lager that beer snobs look down the nose at. That's so true. I agree with that. It's just going back off of the the one about the cheeses. I actually yesterday had McDonald's latest offering, like the, uh, the you know the special edition, what lasted until like the fifteenth. It's the Clubhouse double with bacon. I had mistakenly taken off in my haste the cheese, uh, the cheddar, the cheddar, uh, cheddar cheese, which was on the burger, and I was like, "Oh shit, what am I gonna do?" Then I remembered we've got mature cheddar cheese and um, you know mature cheddar in the the fridge, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting that out." Cut a slice, stuck it on the burger, gave it a tiny bit of chance to like you know sort of melt in, and it was much better than just normal cheddar. It was so good, like mature cheddar cheese on most things like beans on toast and you know yeah. burgers just adds that more extra flavor so like maybe the bay bells added an extra bit of flavor that she didn't even realize i don't know maybe but um lastly i'll just and this is a really this is one i just went yep uh this person's from london they said before i started working from home if i needed a shit in the morning i'd wait until i was in work and clocked in so that i was getting paid to poop 
Yes! I love that. I love I, that. I do that. Hey, we all go to the toilet or when we need to, and like we just know that we're just sitting there crapping one out going, okay, that's another I'm done. I'm getting I'm getting paid for this. Do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised actually if, if doing, you know, reading out these sort of confessions on the podcast would make its own like little sort of segment of the podcast. I think I quite like that. It replaces a, uh, you know, what's tr- Donald Trump said now, I guess that would be the case. I guess so. Maybe we should just get people to yeah, send us your um, confessions, guys. Maybe we'll like, set up like, a confessions maybe, maybe email we'll or something. Put, like, you know, what is a confession? That, that, and obviously, we'll keep it anonymous. So we'll keep it like non-binary or you know, it, yeah, know, n- n- nothing that can link back to you. Like, the, yeah, yeah, we, we, we won't give any hints like who it may be. So if we haven't yeah, already definitely. done it, if we haven't already done it on our Instagram story, we'll put it in the show notes, like an email address you can just send it anonymously to. Because uh, yeah. we would do DMs. Obviously, you can link that back to somebody. So. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no. Uh, That's not yeah, a good idea, you know, for a segment. But those are those are absolutely like I, every time I see one. I mean, there's some more raunchy, raunchier stuff. Oh, I love a bit well. of raunchy stuff. <laughs> but but it is like it always makes my day because I always just go like as absolute genius. Would you say that like, raun- raunchy is quite a British word? Would you say? I think so because I I don't think yeah. I've ever like. Um, like it just kind of, <laughs> it just kind of, it just kind of sound like you're going around like Austin Powers, like oh, in that's America. Like, 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 do I make you round, baby? <laughs> do I get you going, baby? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I needed that. That was a good. That was a good lift up. That was. That was funny. <laughs> honestly, like, um, honestly, go uh, check them out. Let me let me get, grab the um their thing again. What, I think what it did you was, say it was? It was. Um, I, I looked it up because I've got the. We've got our phone on the screen for the stopwatch in a minute. So yeah, it's, the, um, it's so it's confession. So it's all the confession box UK then underscore. Yeah. Something I do quite like. I know a few friends who have um, either following or have started anonymously confession boxes for universities, and some of them are really funny to read through. Um, I'm I'm only gonna like do like a taster here, and I'm not gonna say the uni either. This is a taster one for you. This is quite funny. Um, here we go. So my flatmate told us he shagged his girl because because uh, he didn't want to admit he is virgin. Turns out the girl he lied about shagging was his cousin. Oh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the that's the worst one I've read. And the and the, the caption that they put below that sweet home Alabama. <laughs> that's it, guys. Get in with your cousins and don't know it. Seven seconds of heaven, you know. <laughs> Oh man, that's there, there was a there was a news story I just randomly found that apparently these the um like it was so cringe that I was mm. like oh my god these these two male gay lovers um found out they were brothers. Mm. I was oh, like oh man. fuck. That's <laughs> yeah. mad. So yeah, I just that, I, it's just news. It's just stuff like that. I just like I just find it very amusing. So. Um, Oh yeah, but yeah, like I, I, I don't know how we went from like talking about Loki to confessions about taking a shit and being paid for it. So, but hey, whatever, whatever gets gets us going throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Honestly, like I think stuff like confessions and you know the like have actually become like uh, either like a sort of safe space to have a good laugh with someone about. Um, yeah, and, like, I mean, not, unless like, the person is obvious. like when they. Yeah, unless the person comes on the show and they're like not like embarrassed about yeah 
talking about it then by all means like if you're more than happy to just kind of be open about it then that's that's up to you but if you rather like we do like sort of secret like confessions then we'll obviously we can do that but obviously keep it anonymous and um and you know what i think it'll even be more funny to have to even if we don't have any initially really quickly because obviously quite a small podcast still like there's no getting around that um is it like if we when we have guests on if we like you know read some confessions from like you know that confession like different confession uh instagram accounts or twitter accounts even that confessions box one i think that'll be good fun like because obviously we're still respecting the um the keeping it quiet like not saying who's who and you know there's some mystery to it i think actually mystery to confessions is actually what makes confessions exciting uh, to listen to and read about because you know if you know who the person is um it might take the fun out of it or take the wind out of the sails. yeah i mean that's the thing like it's just a spontaneous idea like I, it's just like maybe it might not be a good idea which you know, um, yeah. but yeah, no, it's like, that's the sort of thing, like we, um, you know, obviously we could do like, when I come back, come up to Birmingham and then get like someone like Alice and Helen, like on the show and then just talk, like get, yes. get enough drinks and be like, what shall we talk about? Like that, that would be really embarrassing when we find out about the recording. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. For those, know. for those who are wondering, um, so Alice, key k-e-a-y so alice key what one word on instagram and then helen j underscore xx is who we're talking about for those who who aren't following the podcast uh, and also know our instagram worlds completely um we are hopefully going to get the two of them on the podcast at some point they those two when they come together are absolutely like they're fucking funny they are brilliant um we will probably also talk with um the, them about you know um the things that have you know been big issues for women in general they both want to talk about something like that um and it was something that they both was interested in talking about a while ago on the podcast but we just couldn't get them on because of time yeah wasn't it wasn't it like one of them i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say here but it, wasn't yeah, yeah. It one of them wanted to talk about it but then um there were some issues that yeah they, time um... was a bit bad in the end and obviously like the last thing you want to do is to keep opening a bit of a bit of a tough topic at the moment. well just, just touching on an open wound that's still fresh so mm. but, but like just in general i think um you know we've a lot of these sorts of things uh have really helped people you know like i mean there's a podcast that i listen to from uh cal Freezy on youtube who's like you know linked with the sidemen crew um and burnt chip as well and they both do a podcast called the fellas podcast uh, it's brilliant like they do a confessions bit at the end like where they don't say the name of the person they sometimes call them Billy or Millie or something like that they give them a mm. random name and whether they got a guest on or not they'll try and like dissect what the situation is what they can do whether it's a confession or like they need some you know help advice for like love and stuff which is nice it's that kind of thing's really interesting uh, for people who don't know who they are the situations and everything um, and they also have a podcast episode series uh, which is a video only I think on YouTube called The Fellas Mysteries or something like that. I can't remember the name. And it's funny, actually. It links with D.B. Cooper, which was, of course, inside of the latest Loki episode. Um, I think the timing was perfect for that. Which, also, funny enough, I actually starred in a recent BBC HBO documentary um, film uh, with that. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. D.B. Cooper, for those who don't know, uh, I'm going to keep it pretty short because I think you should go and watch the fella's mystery video about it um, or watch the Loki episode. In, in so many so, so many words, he's basically sort of an iconic legend bank, well, I don't know, bank robber. Like, I guess he's some sort of robber of such. He was able to keep his call cool on a plane, giving a note to somebody, uh, that obviously one of these uh, attendants on the plane, saying that he had a bomb. He basically wanted this sort of money. And he I don't know how someone could keep their, you know, their composure and status like that. 
Um, but if you want to see like a representation of it, go and check out, I guess, any YouTube video or check out the, the Fellas Mysteries video. Or the documentary I'm in. <laughs> yes, the, what's the documentary called that you're in? It's called The uh, the Mystery of D.B. Cooper. And you can find it in the UK on uh, BBC iPlayer or if you're in the States, it's on HBO Max. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, I'll say, what other things have we got to talk about? Have we got much else to talk about? Um, just a little bit. So obviously we've been talking about Marvel, but... Mm. Um, yeah, on the DC side of things, um, uh, Aquaman has finally got a subtitle that uh, director James Wan has just announced. So it's called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Hmm. So seems, it seems like a, a very Atlantis uh, sort of like driven title that does. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. land. I mean, I don't. Re- I haven't read much of um, Aquaman's uh, comics. Um, no, but... I've not. I've not really saw much of. Aqu- I've, I've watched. Um, obviously. Oh, What's his name? I forgot. It's got his name in my head a second ago. Um, who plays Aquaman? Um, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Like obviously, obviously, I I really respect the actor. He's a great actor. He's been in stuff like C on Apple TV Plus. If you've not seen it, brilliant acting in that. It just in general, he's a let's be honest, he's a heartthrob. He's a he's a big, you know, he's basically like you know, in many respects, um, man. Another like rock. You, you you if you're talking about guy if you're talking to women that love some muscular men with long hair and beards, yeah. like that's the guy that just say the word Momoa and I'll know who you're on about. Momoa. Yeah, Momoa comes it. back with Aquaman too. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I mean that the annoying thing was like there was supposed to be a trench spin-off um, film, but that got cancelled amongst um, other films like the, mm. the New Gods and. Um, but yeah, it would just be interesting to um, just kind of find out what the, what that Lost Kingdom is or mm. uh, where they're going to go from it. And I mean, apparently, I don't know if they're going to if they've been uh, if they've got. They've still got Amber Heard on board because apparently, like, loads of fans were trying to get her removed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, just because of the whole situation. Um, yeah. I guess. Like I, I, on. I guess. Um, the only other bit of news that's, that we can speak about at the minute, like, um, obviously, Apple had their worldwide developers conference on Monday, um, and uh, they announced obviously iOS 15. There's so many new amazing features in it. Uh, just to name a, a, a small brief few. Um, uh, SharePlay, you'll be able to listen to music for Apple uh, Music or watch something on uh, Disney Plus or uh, screen share to somebody. Uh, you can also now get Android technically through an invite uh, for a FaceTime link uh, on Android and Windows now, which is quite cool. Um, they can obviously join in with the SharePlay features. That would make sense. Uh, there's a SharePlay API which allows people uh, with companies to basically integrate it into their apps so that means at some point we might see Netflix YouTube so you might be able to sit and watch a YouTube video with someone on FaceTime obviously they're trying to bolster FaceTime now to be a sort of you know zoom killer um, I don't think it's gonna be a zoom killer in any major respects obviously it's not on uh, many other platforms other than Apple's own devices um, but yeah I mean there's, there's that's a really good you know introduction to make FaceTime a, a much more exciting product um you can get portrait mode now in there so basically it'll you know fuzz the background behind you um they've got better settings now for listening to somebody talk uh with loud noise behind them that's a lot more uh exciting now that like you can have a more better experience because that's one thing that i've always quite finded a really annoying about uh, facetime that sometimes you just completely get a pixelized screen and then it just has issues um saying that though also uh, a lot of those new changes like the portrait background and the audio changes are going to be available as APIs so Zoom can use them 
uh, and you know if, you know if you want a other service like let's say whatsapp video or facebook messenger video or something like that you can use them on those services as well uh, so there's there's definitely no sort of like you know it's exclusive to just one thing which is great it's the same reason why uh the new ipad uh that can do the you know following you around the room can be done on zoom as well which is great um there's also uh now live translation so like you can now um basically translate anything in the operating system uh that also paired up with live text so you can now if you see like a poster or like see something on a tv screen or you know someone's written something on a whiteboard you can uh, put the camera open hold your finger on it and you can take that as text and copy it into a document uh, or like a photo you can end up just saving it as a photo uh, you can also translate live different f uh, things that are there like you know like what dog breed are you looking at in a photo which is similar to google lens if you've ever used google lens but it's a bit more of a fleshed out you know integrated into the operating system experience which is not just on android now it's obviously it's an ios thing as well now which is great um what else is there uh I, th I mean, I'll go and check out the iOS 15 thing. Um, iPad has got widgets finally on the home screen. That's a good experience to have now. You can now do quick notes uh, from uh, the bottom right corner of your screen. You can just swipe up to the swipe up from the bottom right, and it's on the Mac as well, and literally just grab up to do a quick note with your Apple Pencil. Um, and the iPad has got universal control now, which, um, which basically means you can uh, use your mouse and keyboard from another Mac or another, um, so like an iMac or a, a MacBook, and basically bring them over to the iPad screen. So you don't need a keyboard or mouse now for your iPad, and you can drag things over. So like, let's say you've got a bit of, a bit of like video footage or like a photo or some text, you can drag that across one Mac from an iPad to another Mac like iMovie or in like Final Cut Pro X or something like that so that now really opens up uh, a whole other thing going on with that kind of thing uh, you can do so many cool things and then the final thing I think which oh you will like is that you'll be able to airplay from your, from your phone or another device that's linked to your iCloud to your Mac and use your Mac as a video experience now so you could screen share your phone to your Mac screen uh, put some music on with airplay uh, too or you could put Netflix up on your computer screen pretty cool right okay that's cool yeah no it's it's like the more more like that you know that apple is making it more accessible to do a lot of things like i just think it's, it's just cool personally Honestly, there's so many cool things Je definitely check out the ios page on their website i'll say some people have complained saying that this isn't like a great software update but honestly i think they're all talking shit you know i think there's a lot more now that there is in there like facetime alone i think that's a great update on its own yeah no totally um i'm just trying to think what else is there to i think we're probably good yeah i i think so um so yeah i think the next so the next time we'll probably got come online is that we may have somebody on board so but we'll just have to see what happens like um i think we're just we're sp we'll probably soon to have possibly another sort of uh creative meetup at mm. some point and um yeah like and uh it's uh, and things on my end it's just it's just basically just working and just because obviously we're doing a lot more work now now just because um they've now pushed um the age uh from uh 25 to 29 years old so they can get vaccinated yeah that's brilliant um, isn't it that, that they finally like they work they're working out um like i mean let's be honest here i've had my first vaccine now you've you're double up now you've both got you've got both I'm, yours. I'm fully protected now so but at the same time um, um like it's good because like 
uh, we got we both got called up early. Obviously, you got called up because your NHS vaccination program that you're doing. So obviously, yeah. you need to be vaccinated sooner. Uh, but I got called up on my GP literally like one or two weeks before twenty fives and unders got called in, which is brilliant. Yeah, um, and I that's a, and that's the thing. Like, so we're probably going to get um, we're probably going to get. Well, the funny thing is, uh, like, uh, uh, we're getting a lot of patients like just coming up to um, um, our vaccination center, and they're like they're saying, oh. Like I thought we we're gonna get, I was gonna get Pfizer, and then yeah. I'm like, well, where where did it say that you were gonna get that? But okay, um, <laughs> that's it. But <laughs> no, it's um, so yeah, things are on the rise again. Like, um, we just have to wait until Monday, um, if anything, any announcements gonna get made. Uh, until then, we're just gonna, I'm just gonna keep doing my thing, and then, um, I'm sure you're gonna, you're gonna do your thing. Like that's with, it, um, yeah, and um yeah so That's it, yeah yeah so nice you know nice little short episode just to kind of keep us going and um but yeah no i like like i said i think i'm probably going to head up into birmingham at maybe some point later this month or at least in july just because getting a train ticket up there and back is um it's like oh yeah it's a lot of palaver but it's not even the, the palaver it's it's, it's, it's like you know it's mu- it's like out. quite a bit of money and it's and it also takes a while to get there so the annoying um, bit is that hotels are cheaper in the in the week but they are the trains are more expensive in the week so like they, the two I don't know. correlate do yeah. they yeah and no and 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 also um booking a hotel in london is actually a bit cheaper during the weekend especially on a sunday and at least at the minute definitely yeah they're trying to get the people back in so but yeah no um uh so i'm definitely going to be up there for one at some point so once we once i want that once that is um once i'm allowed we're allowed to do that well once i'm able to do that then we'll, we, we can definitely do a more of an in-person podcast episode with oh yeah with helen helen and alice one weekend and um, and also we can hopefully do that mukbang at some point that'd be good fun with uh what sorry do that doing do the mukbang like the idea we had a, we had like to do like an episode where we chat and eat like in a hotel room and videos. oh yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah no uh, like i don't know another name for it but yeah it'd be no, a good no. way to kick off the video series potentially as well like where we can actually do video as well yeah for sure um i just you know there's just so many opportunities on the on the rise uh right now so it's just good fun. but yeah um i just i just you know Gotta, this boy gotta make his dough like that's all. oh yeah that's it maybe i'll make that dough <laughs> but yeah, yeah on that that good note guys uh we'd like to thank you again for joining us for this episode of the what topic podcast with your host of course again josh deakin at miss josh deakin and your co-host owen burkett at owen.burkett yeah and for for everyone listening make sure of course to stay safe wear that mask and have a good rest of your week and we'll see you hopefully next week and also um if you've got the opportunity get yourself vaccinated that's it good point so stay safe wear that mask until you're told not to and get vaccinated if you haven't already yet all right take care of yourselves and see you later see you guys next episode that's it Tara.